Hi, and welcome to the Lactation Training Lab podcast, a show created to inspire, inform, and engage everyone who works with pregnant people and new parents. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Christine, an IBCLC and trained childbirth educator based in the United States. After years of practicing clinical lactation care and providing professional lactation training to other healthcare providers, I created the Lactation Training Lab to serve as a resource for learning and connecting over all things lactation-related. Whether you're seasoned or studying, I hope this show will make you think and inspire you to act. Here we go. So I am here today, wanted to talk a little bit about why I created the Lactation Training Lab, thinking about our vision and values and how I practice, how I approach the work of lactation care and my professional growth. There are a few main pillars that I wanted to share with you today. And I wanted to go through a little bit about how how this process works for me, how my brain works, how I look at this, and how I try to work really hard to maintain the global context of what we do. And that's really based in the history of this practice and profession. And, you know, remembering that we are rooted in a type of care that traditionally came from people that one already knew. This did not start out as a healthcare profession. This really came from something else. This came from something that, you know, was a village. It was your community. It was your family, the people that you knew and the people that you cared about who were helping you in all the things that you needed to know about parenting and raising children and specifically about breastfeeding, about feeding your children, and just basically how to become a family, how to grow as a family. So as I think about that, I always reflect on that when I'm teaching, when I'm preparing a course, when I'm preparing anything that I want to present. I really feel like that helps me to keep my tone focused on people rather than science. And science, of course, is the cornerstone of what we do. But truly, that people focus is how we remember how to apply that science. So some of the values that I've evolved to have throughout this work that I've done, and I'm approaching 20 years, and I'm really excited about that. And I am in March of 2021, it will be 20 years since I took my first lactation educator course. And I plan to talk about that a lot more as it comes around because I I think I have some stories to share that will really be inspiring for people and that will sort of help people, you know, shape their own stories and, and make sure that people who are wanting to get into the field understand that there are many ways to do this and people who are in it are inspired to honor themselves and their own stories and celebrate their own milestones. So as I think about that 20-year milestone, I, I look back at my lactation educator course and I think about how everything was explained to me during that course and how I had the opportunity to share that knowledge and share that learning experience with someone else, with a dear friend. Now, of course, I made other friends while I was in that course. It was an in-person course, of course. You know, 2001, we could do things together in in rooms and all be together. (laughs) I miss that and hope that we're back to that as soon as we can be. But I really had this great opportunity to learn that information 
and to gather context by going through that experience with a friend. So after every course, after every reading, after everything we did, we had the opportunity to debrief and to talk through our experiences and to really go through everything in a in a way that, you know, was separate and additional to what we learned in the course from the, the instructor. And that made a really big difference because I am the context person. I have to have perspective that gives me the meaning of what something is. And that really helped. So I think about that a lot. And I, I really try to use that context for everything that I do and the way that I approach everything. And having that experience really made a huge difference to my learning process. And as I've gone through every other experience here in my career, in the different settings where I've worked and the different roles that I've had, that has really been what, what moves the needle for me is having built relationships with people and having the opportunity to debrief to experience the actual process of learning, not only the learning, not just the facts, not the gathering of information, but the context in which it happened. I remember things, I remember facts, I remember information a lot of times because I remember the experience of learning it. And that's so important for me. It hel- it's a way that I learn and knowing that about myself that shapes how I make choices around how I learn. So this year has been particularly challenging for me. I don't learn as well in online environments, which are, which don't involve a lot of interaction. And so I try to keep that in mind, knowing that that's one style of learning that can be challenging for people. Um, some people like me ha- are challenged by this style of learning. So as I prepare opportunities for learning, I try to keep that in mind. I know that not everybody learns well in that environment. Some people do. Some people need more interaction. Some people definitely learn much better in a room full of people and who are having experiences. And I think that's, you know, just something that is not definitely not unique to me, but something that's important for me to always remember. I I live those experiences as I gather information. And I've done that throughout my whole career. And that is something that is just sort of built into everything that I do now today. And I know that in my practice at Baby Cafe, it's the same thing. For a lot of the parents who attend, part of what they're gaining by being there is not just the answers to their questions or the the resolutions to their concerns. It's the experience of being around other people who are feeding their babies and who are diapering their babies and who are disciplining their older children. And they're having that experience. I know that's a truth. I know that's a truth that was there for me as well as a parent in a support group when my children were young. So that that experience of learning is really the foundation. And it's why I I thought that the concept of the lactation training lab was a really important way to think about what I'm doing here and how I'm trying to share information with people. It's not just about being a course or or being a, it's more about being an experience. So some of the things that I take into account as I create these experiences and as I constantly am refining the things that I do and the way that I practice with clients, think about I'm just going to make a list here for you and then I'll go back into a a few of them. So 
the first one is really that your personal story about your own infant feeding history is so meaningful and it's so valuable and it's so inspirational. But we have to know how to share it, when to share it, make the sharing of it something that is meaningful and valuable and inspirational because there's a very fine line there. Secondly, uh, and you've probably come across this quote, I, I put this out quite a bit, but, you know, classes and courses and certifications are really only the beginning of the lifelong learning journey in lactation. And I think that even more than in other things that we do, and and I mean, I guess I just know more about this because it's my own experience, but in lactation training, um, what happens afterward and what we learn from practicing, what we learn from speaking with colleagues after the fact, what we learn from speaking with clients years later, what we learn at conferences or in situations where we get to interact with other people is often what gives us the context and the perspective that we need. So that's really you know, where this goes, you know, the, the classes and the courses and the certifications are that certainly the foundation and the cornerstone. They are the beginning. And when it goes beyond that, you know, we have to keep in mind that those things and someone's accumulation of those ways of learning are not the end and they don't constrain or predict someone's ability to make an impact. So, I think that's an important thing to remember as we think about equity issues, that there are so many ways of practicing lactation care, and they don't all involve years of schooling or lots of money or lots of opportunity in order to make a huge impact. The third pillar here is really about connecting with others, because it's not just through you know, sharing those experiences with people and debriefing and talking to other people. It's really sharing about yourself and learning how to express yourself, learning how to retell the story of what you did or how you worked with a client or how things turned out. That matters so much um, because it helps you to refine how you do it the next time. Thinking about how you even talked about it can help you to refine that process for the next time around. Four is that for me, the lactation care equation is really science and then excellent counseling skills added together. Those two things equal high quality lactation care. You can know all the science and you can know all the information, but if you don't deliver it right, you don't communicate right, you don't treat people right, and that's what counseling is, then that information is not getting, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's not going to be useful for them. And fifth, Data and statistics about breastfeeding rates, they really teach us, they show us what we're doing right, but they really show us what needs attention. They show us where the gaps are and where the opportunities are. And however you want to look at that, if you want to put a negative spin on it, you want to put a positive spin on it, it really shows us what we need to do. It shows us what is missing. So we have to use those things the right way. And we have to make sure that we're always looking for, you know, what was missed in the study and what what does this research not tell us or what does this research ignore and, you know, the methodologies and how we, we look at all those things and we don't just accept at face value everything that we see and hear and read. And I think that gives us that ability to look at research and statistics with 
that context, you know, putting that perspective on top of it. So some of the things that uh, I've included in the values for the lactation training lab, all of the projects, all of the things I offer, all of the ways that I present information, these are the really important core values that I want to always demonstrate and reflect. First is simplicity, because lactation at its core is a simple practice. Physiology as the core of lactation and knowing and learning about physiology and how that impacts all of the things around lactation that are so important. Thoughtfulness in terms of saying things the right way, in terms of taking other people, their perspectives and their experiences into account. Dignity, showing everyone the dignity that they deserve and ensuring that nobody ever feels excluded from what's happening, what's being offered, um, what's being presented, what's being taught. Everybody should have the equal opportunity to be, you know, treated with dignity. Commitment, I am committed to ensuring that the things that I offer are evidence-based and they are really high quality and that I keep an open mind, I'm committed to that as well, that I always have an open mind and that I can accept feedback. Empathy, ensuring that everything that is offered and everything that is taught and everything that's shared is with empathy for others. Gratitude for those who have come before, for those who are out there um, making the science for us, for everything that other people are doing for the privilege that I have, for the work that other people do that I don't have to do so that I can do this. Uh, for a global context, I think that's the important perspective that we have in the lactation field that helps us to not get tunnel vision about what's happening with the people that we work with and the people that we see or our, you know, the hospital where we work or the community where we live, remembering that people all over the entire planet are involved in the process of lactation. And what seems like an insurmountable problem to some is a simple fix in other places. And there's always, so there's always really an answer. Future first. That's really the reason that I do this. I have learned that, you know, through everything that I've observed throughout my career, not just through clinical practice, but through my experiences working with our national organization, USLCA, through all of that exposure, really understanding where we are as a field, as a profession, you know, of course, going back through the history of how this was founded and how it's done today and looking forward to the future of how this work will be done in the future. And, you know, knowing what I've seen over the past years, what is missing and what needs to be done and how do we shore up this system and this process to make sure that, first of all, there are going to be enough people to do this work, that people who do this work will be adequately trained and prepared um, and compensated. So all of those things um, everything that I do is really focused on ensuring that people who are coming into this field and people who are already in it are going to be well prepared for the future and they can keep a positive outlook because this is hard work. <laughs> we work really hard. And finally, resourcefulness. 
you know, relying on creativity, relying on new ideas, relying on what we have, what's existing, not reinventing wheels, um, using resources that have been um, used for a long time or used well, resources, things that work, just basically being um, mindful of the things that already exist, not trying to create a whole bunch of new things that aren't necessary, but only creating things that aren't out there, things that are new. And so you see a lot of that in the things that I offer, things that are different that you really can't find in any other way. And I'm really proud of that. I really try to make sure that I don't create things that someone else has already created because I don't feel like that's a good use of anyone's time. Why wouldn't I just refer you to someone else's resource that they made when they did such a great job on it already? And there are so many resources out there. So I'm always looking for those. I'm always um, listening for suggestions and love to hear about things that you know, things that you read or listen to, or things that you just know. Um, one of the one of the most important things I ever learned. Um, so for those of you who are old enough, experienced enough to remember this, before there was LACNET on the Facebook, there was LACNET which was really um, what they called an email server, which is a totally different type of forum where we could communicate with one another. And I learned from um, the late Jean Cotterman, rest in peace, I learned from her to be gracious with information, to be gracious with knowledge, and how to really share things that we already have and I really, I think I got the sense from her work on hand expression and how she put together uh, ways of describing hand expression, ways of describing reverse pressure softening specifically. I think those really made an impact on me because the way that she presented the information was so clearly the story of her work and her, her life's work. And it was, you know, basically... As I've done this work, as I have practiced all these years, here is what I've seen. Here's what I've observed. Here's what I researched about that. Here's what I developed as a way to resolve this particular problem. And I think that made a, a really big impression on me and reminded me that our experience is so much of the context around the information that we use to help clients. We really can put all those things together. So those are the things that I reflect on whenever I'm creating for you. And those, all of those things, all of those pillars, the five pillars and those values that I just talked about, all of that is really designed to help make sure that I don't go off on incredibly, you know, huge tangents. Because I do have a tendency to do that, both when I'm talking, if you haven't noticed, but also when I'm creating new projects. And so those things keep me grounded. And those things really sort of form the basis of what I do here at the Lactation Training Lab. And the projects that are underway have uh, really, there's so much potential. 
And there's so much good that's going on with them. I've really had an incredible time this past year welcoming new students into the first 100 hours masterclass and taking them through that information and, you know, building on that, updating it and bringing a whole entire new section about early birds, also known as late preterm infants, into that masterclass really made a very big difference. Um, I think that that really made it even better. And I have many plans to continue improving upon and increasing the amount of education that's provided in that course uh, as the, the next year comes along. And then the experiences we're having in the Lactation Training Lab membership, also a really mind-bending experience for me as the facilitator, creating the content, interacting with members, uh, meeting their needs, answering their questions, and you know, seeing relationships starting to form between the members and, and how they're relying on each other's resourcefulness for things. I'm really appreciating that, and I'm enjoying creating the content, choosing the topics, making resources, finding resources that are out there. Um, this month we're, I'm recording this in December and this month we're really diving into mindset and organizational tips. So really practical things that help you stay organized, help you keep your information organized. What do you do with all your stuff? You know, what do you do with all your digital files, like your certificates from your courses? How do you keep those things filed away well? What do you do with your links? How if you're, you know, sitting around on social media and you find a really great article that you're like, wow, this would be great to share with my clients when they're experiencing this particular problem. What do you do with it? Do you know where it is when you, you know, reach the next opportunity to share that with somebody or do you forget all about it or can't even find it? Well, there's really great ways to do those kinds of things. And that that kind of practical information is what we're sharing this month. But I just wanted to take this time to really share and give you that background for why I'm doing this, why this whole project is here. I really love creating content that is different than what's out there. And I'm really honored to have this opportunity to share that with you. I appreciate that you're listening to the podcast. I have lots of ideas for topics to come, you know, to be coming up. But I always want to hear from you as well. I'd love to hear what you want to hear about. And, you know, what can I share? What can I find for you? What kind of resources can I tell you about? I'd love to hear that. And, you know, one of the best ways to contact me and give me feedback like that is through the free Facebook group, the Lactation Training Lab. You can find that on Facebook or you can visit my website, christinesterica.com. I have recently redesigned the website, hopefully made it much easier for you to find anything that you're looking for, which includes free resources, things that you can download and print that should be helpful for you either in practice or in your you know own growth and mindset as a lactation care provider, workbooks and guides and things like that. So especially the workbooks, um, people are finding those are really useful for sitting down and reflecting on where they are and where they'd like to go with what they're what they're doing in their career. So those things are there. You can find a link to the podcast. You can find um, information about how to get involved. There's lots of stuff there for you and, and I'm changing it all the time. I'm updating it all the time. So I'll be adding things. There'll be new things there by the time you even hear this this recording. So 
Thank you for this opportunity to share all this with you today. I hope it's interesting to you as a sort of a background for why I do this. If you have anything to um, to let me know about what you've heard, if you have any ideas, any kind of feedback, please do chime in. Let me know. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you're thinking. I want to hear what you're working on. I want to hear what you think about the past year and what you think about the year to come and what you're planning. And I'll be talking about my, my future plans um, shortly as well. And in the meantime, you can find me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at IBCLC in CA. That's for California. So I'm IBCLC in CA. And visit my website, christinesterica.com, again, for free things and links to stuff that you might need or might want. And I look forward to speaking to you again on the next episode. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Bye.